What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Merry Christmas to everybody listening. We are in the thick of the off season. You know, it's Christmas. That's a pivotal point. You know, you're probably at the halfway mark of the off season. I think we're right around there at this point. All the big names have signed, and with the new year around the corner, that means you start hearing about spring training and actually getting geared up for the beginning of baseball. But I, I would say probably have another month or so before you have serious spring training talks. But it'll be here before we know it. Remember, spring training always starts around Valentine's Day. So we're talking less than two months away. So what is the topic for today? We are diving right back into the Carlos Correa saga. It has taken yet another turn. Believe it or not, Carlos Correa had his physical with the Mets a few days ago, and the Mets are concerned, just as the Giants were a week ago. There's When there is smoke, there is fire. There is something in that physical, and we have details now on exactly what's going on. So buckle up. So when Carlos Correa was in the minor leagues in 29, I'm sorry, in 2014 as a 19-year-old, he was 19 years old, teenager in the minor leagues. He hit an RBI triple and his cleat got stuck on the third base bag and he ended up badly injuring his right leg, his lower right leg, ended up with an ankle fracture, ended up having to get surgery. So Carlos Correa ended up, that was a, that was a season ending injury at age 19, ended up having his ankle surgically repaired. It was an arthroscopic surgery because of a ligament that had to be repaired down there. So that is the, that's the first part of this story. So he ended up making it to the major leagues the following year and ended up having a phenomenal rookie year and everything like that. Played eight MLB seasons and here we are. He's a free agent yet again. So the details I'm looking at right now was a fractured right fibula and a ligament. Keep in mind, though, this entire time, Carlos Correa has never spent any time on the injured list for a lower right leg issue in the major leagues. That's key. However, we do have some video evidence and some quotes from Correa from three months ago. A game against the Kansas City Royals in late September, three months ago. Carlos Correa was stealing a base in Kansas City. And you see on video, he kind of, you know, looks like he's in pain, grabbing at his surgically repaired right ankle. And he was asked about it after the game. He said that, you know, the the defender hit his plate, the plate meaning there's a plate in his ankle. And, you know, Correa felt some contact there and it felt numb for a bit. And it was kind of scary. That's what Correa said. I was just waiting for it to calm down. It was a little scary. But when I moved, I knew I was good. So that was at the end of the season. Keep in mind, that's just, what, a week, two weeks before the season ends. This was only three months ago, guys. Remember, only three months ago. And Correa had this issue where his surgically repaired right ankle was hurting. So that's on video. You can see it. You can clearly see it. He lies on the ground in pain. So that has that is what has come up during these medical examinations because the question now is okay this guy had this surgery 9 years ago at this point 
is this something that has worn down over time? Could he need a revision surgery? Because we're talking a 12-year deal with the Mets. So is this something that's going to come up over the next 12 years or even sooner that he needs to go back in there and have that repaired again? Or could it lead to lingering problems with that joint moving forward? It's a very legitimate concern. It's a surgically repaired ankle with some hardware in there. So that is what's going on with Carlos Correa. I mean, maybe the hardware needs to be replaced, but the Mets obviously are going to have to consider that here. That's that's the deal with him. So where do we go from here? So the deal on the table was 12 years, 315. At this point, we don't know exactly what's being discussed between the two sides, although there are discussions. Maybe they're talking about reworking the contract. Maybe that could mean altering the duration of it or the financial guarantee or putting a clause in there to say that he would receive a different amount of money should he miss a period of time due to a right leg ailment, which is exactly what's causing a concern. So there is no timetable in place to resolve this matter, but that is what's going on with the Mets. And here's the thing. The scary thing with Carlos Correa is now he... He loses a lot of leverage right now. The Mets have all the leverage because they don't have to sign him. There is something being said right now that because the Mets owner, Steve Cohen, already commented on this deal, it could make it tough for the Mets to back out because if the Mets back out from the deal, Correa could file a grievance with the MLB Players Association and he would he would have a strong case in his grievance to get compensated because... The Mets owner already made comments about this deal. When it was reported a few days ago that the Mets are signing Korea, Steve Cohen said, oh, we needed one more piece and this was it. So he already alluded to the fact that they were going to sign Carlos Correa. So it's all verbal, but it's it's not binding in a sense, but it could, it could be something that Carlos Correa could use in the grievance if the Mets decide to back out. Remember, I, I, I mentioned this a few days ago. The Mets are the same team that had the Kumar Rocker situation in 2020 Kumar Rocker picked him in the first round never actually offered him a contract when they saw his medicals you know it was he was supposed to get slot money which was you know I forget six million dollars or whatever it was and they ended up not offering him anything at all they pulled the they pulled the verbal I guess because they saw his medicals and they were not satisfied with it so Slightly different situation here because you're in free agency and you have a fact, the fact that Steve Cohen already commented on it, alluded to the fact that they wanted to bring him in, or actually said they were bringing him in. But this is a, a major concern. I mean, Carlos Correa, you know, I also saw someone on Twitter trying to cherry pick some data, trying to say that, oh, you know, he, he's only missed you know 40-something games over the past three seasons. And they're trying to sneak in the fact that 2020 was the pandemic shortened season, which was only 60 games long. So he played 58 out of 60 games. But if you go back to 2019, he missed most of the year. So people can cherry pick the data by choosing a certain year. I mean, the truth is Carlos Correa has has had a lot of injury concerns over his entire career. If we look at the full body work, the last two years, he's been healthy for the most part. But before that, he, he had serious injury issues. And it's probably a big reason why the Astros didn't bother bringing him back. 
and that obviously has worked out just fine for the Astros that they've as they have won the World Series immediately upon Correa leaving and then bringing in a rookie in Jeremy Pena. So what's going to happen to this Mets deal? I mean, I'm just going to say it right now. If this Mets deal falls apart, like I said, this that would spell doom for Carlos Correa because the entire baseball world will now know that he has damaged goods. And th- this attempt for him to get, you know, 300 plus million, that, that could evaporate real quick. I think obviously his agent, Scott Boris, is going to do his best to avoid that. That's what Scott Boris does. And he might concede something like a clause in the contract saying that the guarantee changes if Carlos misses time due to that specific injury. But it's been a fascinating turn of events in Correa's free agency over the past week. I haven't seen anything like this. I haven't seen anything. I think I was reading, and the last time a Boris client had some kind of injury clause in their contract was 2004. Yvonne Rodriguez, catcher, Hall of Famer, had a clause like that saying if you went on the disabled list for more than 30 days with a certain injury, then then he wouldn't get his guarantee anymore. But that never materialized. So good for everyone involved. So now, th- this is the second time. So you have two teams flagging an issue, flagging the same issue in a medical. Obviously, that's going to scare off the rest of the baseball world. So that is, that's tough. That's tough. So the last thing I'll mention is that it's being reported that once the initial Giants deal fell through, Scott Boris, who is Carlos Correa's agent, tried to re-engage with the Twins because, you know, the Twins had actually offered Correa a 10-year, $285 million deal. And they offered him that before seeing before the physical, obviously. And obviously, this is a team he just played with. So they know about the ankle, but they hadn't done a thorough medical examination. So after the Giants deal fell through, Boris tried to go back to Minnesota, but the Twins were un- unwilling to alter their initial proposal. So that that was the deal. 10 years, 285, but they were going to want to investigate the issues raised in the physical. So he ended up getting a bigger verbal offer from the Mets taking that. So every team is going to want to do the due diligence. It doesn't matter what number they throw out there. It really doesn't matter until the physical is passed and confirmed. So this is just teams doing their due diligence. You're not going to throw away $300 million without doing that. So that's the situation. Tough, absolutely tough. But at the end of the day, when you're signing this, see, this just, I think this underscores the craziness of signing a player to a decade plus deal, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you were, he's 28, a 12 year deal will take him to until he's 40. Players don't get healthier as they get older. He's at the peak of his physical health right now, just statistically speaking. We just know that players aren't going to get healthier, especially shortstops. Shortstops don't, don't last for that long. But then again, Correa was going to New York to play third base, but you know, it's just, it's tough. I think teams, Maybe this is maybe this is the situation that pushes teams to get to 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 strive for more short term deals with higher AAVs. Maybe this is a deal that says, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire. It makes no sense for us. If we look historically at the guys who have signed 10 plus year contracts, they've never worked out. I can't think of any Uh, maybe a rod with the Yankees ended up being a pretty good deal at the end of it. But. Everyone else who signed a decade-plus deal 
Robinson Cano, Albert Pujols. These deals just don't work out because father time catches up and these guys don't, they, they, they don't look the same after a few years into the deal. So we'll see how that goes. But that is the situation with Carlos Correa. Plenty of detail there. That's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.